press A. Da na 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 na. Welcome to Otaku Brothers, your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast featuring Rusty, R.E. Lewis 2011, and Ryan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 33 of Otaku Brothers. My name is Rusty. It is Saturday, February 16th, 1048 a.m. Am I joined by my forever co-host and brother-in-law, Ryan? What's going on over there, man? It's going, yeah. Just drinking some co- coffee out Cossie? of a uh, cup. See, I'm too caffeinated at this point. I drink You're not caffeinated quick. enough, you mean. Yeah, so uh, it's out of a Monstars glass, uh, Space Jam. So, yeah, I'm doing all right. Welcome to the Space Jam. All right, all right. No, that's, okay, so Ryan was playing this stupid mobile game <laughs> before we started. What was the name of that thing? It's The Monster, I think. My Singing Monsters. Yeah. And then you got to get the vocals in there. Just wait for it. Oh, no. So you got this little pink blob thing with a <laughs> Is there any strategy to this? Like, is it like Advance Wars, Final Fantasy Tactics, or is it just like these weirdo monsters that just sing and dance? There you go. <laughs> Which... Okay, now pause it. I can't. Well, then just exit the app. So that is totally copyright infringement of Eye to Eye from no, the Goofy movie. No, this is way better than the Goofy movie. Pull up that song right now, Eye to Eye. I can't. I'm on a secure thing. Well, on your left, on your phone. Oh. What is it? Eye to Eye? Eye to Eye. Goofy movie. Copyright infringement right now. You heard it here first, folks. These people are going to get a lawsuit on their hands. I to Eye. By the way, can you believe 33 episodes, Ryan? I cannot. Crazy town. Oh, it's been so long since I've seen this. This is an ad for Angry Birds. Can't believe that game is still a thing. This works. How about science slumber parties? We're gonna get flagged for watching Goofy Movie on the podcast. No, this is not eye to eye though. It says eye to eye. Yeah, pull up that one. Okay, check this out. The beginning is totally the same tune that we just heard. <laughs> Bass drop. For the far <laughs> superior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then pull up this other garbage, Monster Party or whatever. Monster Baby. Egg Baby. <laughs> My singing monsters. Oh, we have to wait for him to come in. But yeah. Garbage. So, my Singing Monsters is not superior to the Goofy movie. Come on now. The vocals were. Nah. Yeah, yeah. So, folks, <laughs> I hope all you are out, uh, doing well out there. It is, again, Saturday, February 16th, post-Valentine's Day. But, Ryan, you know why we don't need a, a significant other on Valentine's Day? Why is that? Because Nintendo is our significant other. They came in real <laughs> strong, dropping all of the atomic bombs with their Nintendo Direct. So we are going to talk about that because, Ryan, how do we start the show every week? Uh, with uh, games we've been playing. <laughs> Typically we would, but hot off of the Nintendo Whenever presses. you asked me that question, I was like, crap. 
he's changing it up this week. <laughs> I'm going to get it wrong. Why yeah. do I bother? <laughs> so we have a whole, a whole slew of announcements from the big Nintendo. So I'm going to go ahead and run through these. Ryan, by all means, stop me. Let's talk about it. Um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Was it is that the... Uh, Was it some angry guy? Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah. Um, rap devil or rap god or <laughs> whatever. whatever the heck. Who cares? <sighs> Rap is never what it once was. What's up, Baja Men? All right, so Mario Maker 2 coming to the Nintendo Switch, June 2019. That would be cool. Did you yeah. play the first one? You no, know, you couldn't have because you didn't have a Wii U. Yeah, no. You watched a lot of videos. I though. did watch a lot of videos of people playing through it, and some of those levels are just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched someone do a really complex maze thing. And by complex maze, he had to do, like, all these very precise jumps and things. And it took him like five minutes to get through the entire stage, and it was all like that. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, so wait. It was like less than a half a percent of... Actually, no one had cleared it before. That's how crazy it was. Because I remember being in your apartment one time, and you were watching a video of a person <coughs> that was essentially going through, I don't know, like maybe 10 levels, and he had like a 1,000 lives or something like that. Like 100 lives. Or, yeah. or 100 lives. And he got to like the last level, and just he ended up losing. Yeah. But I wouldn't have the patience for that type of stuff. Plus, 2D Mario games, like, I love them to death, but there's sometimes they just really stress me out because some of the button, well, some of the jumps are just so precise. Like, if you hold the A button too much, yeah, it's it's like, um, yeah, away from falling off. So that kind of freaks me out sometimes, but I love them. What's the difference between playing, like, old Mario Bros. and Celeste or, like, Meat Boy or... uh, Well, I don't think the the number of hazards in a game like Super Mario Brothers um, can even compare with a game like Celeste or Super Mario or Super Meat Boy. Well, yeah, that's why the Mario Maker is so crazy because it becomes that. Yeah. I am excited. Hopefully, yeah, I'm going to play it. It'll be fun too if like, because I'm sure they've kind of enhanced the the sharing, whatever the sharing mechanic is because I know you can kind of I think it's all online. create your levels yeah, and then post them online. But it'd be cool if you could just share them with your friends. Like, if you could just shoot it over to your buddy. Mm-hmm. Like, so you and I can swap levels. I think we can. That'd well, because be... we're friends on our Switches. Mm-hmm. Not in real life, though. I know. I was dragged here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kicking and screaming. But anyways, Mario Maker 2 for Switch. And what's absolutely wild here is that, you know, Nintendo Directs is typically um, the games that are coming out on the near horizon. Mm-hmm. But the fact... There's just so many juggernauts in here. So let's keep going. Uh, Smash Ultimate... The release date for the downloadable copy, no, DLC character Joker mm-hmm. from Persona 5 is going to be available relatively soon. I'm not sure the date on that. I think it was before April mm-hmm. is what he said. It sounds like, uh, sounds right. And then a slew of new Amiibo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really look into that, but I think a lot of the newer characters for Smash and just when newer designs. When I was designs. in Akihabara, they had like the, in one of the six story, just get anything you want. They had all the Amiibos mm-hmm. for all the characters. And I tried to find the Yoshi one, but I couldn't. Well, it's okay, because my buddy, um, Tony, for my wedding gift, got me the original 12 uh, Amiibo figures. Oh, nice. In the box. They're in my little closet over there. I do remember seeing that. Yeah, Yeah. so good stuff. A game series that I've never played, but I've heard really, really great things. It originally debuted on the 3DS. It's a puzzle game called Box Boy, or Box Box Boy, I think was the sequel. And a sequel to that, Box Boy and Box Girls coming to the Nintendo Switch April 26, 2019, 270 stages, co-op features, the whole nine. Yeah. So I'm happy for Box Boy fans. I've never played the series, but... It looked interesting. You're a box. 
essentially. And yeah. Try to solve puzzles. I think it's like a black and white kind of pixelated graphics. So maybe something Lauren and I can get into. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker DLC coming to a store near you. I can't remember that one. Captain Toad was a kind of puzzle game that I think there was... You could play as Captain Toad in Super Mario 3D World on the Wii U. There was like kind of a mini game of sorts for Captain Toad to basically navigate these 3D square planes, if that makes sense, like cubes, essentially. Okay. And it was really, really popular, so they ended up making a game entirely about that, just called Captain Toad. And then I think Treasure Tracker came out, and now we got some DLC for that. So happy for those fans. This is something that I am excited about, Ryan, and I think this is the first one that I started caring about. Uh, potentially, but this isn't okay. something you texted me about. Oh, okay, never mind then. New Marvel Ultimate Alliance game. That did look interesting. Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order. Not the Black Order. Execute Order Sixty Six. <laughs> well, I I was curious about that one because it said only multiplayer, right? It was you have to play with four people. No, online. that doesn't sound right. That's what it made it sound like. Because you're an alliance and the other people are playing. I doubt that would be the case. I'm sure they were making it apparent that you can play online. I don't think it should be required. I don't think that's going to be the thing. Hopefully it's not. Yeah. Because good. I would love to for Lauren and I to play that together, even you and I. Because that's a great brawler. We're not friends, remember? That's right. That's right. Only the podcast. Only the podcast. Yeah. Just for you fine folks out yeah. there. Persona of two. That's right. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night coming this summer, 2019. Bloodstained. So this mm. is a Castlevania oh, Symphony yeah. of the Night type of game. Yeah. So that should be really fun. I love... Well, you loved Portrait of Ruin, the DS games that I sent that I gave you. No, I like the other one. Um, Dawn of Sorrow. Dawn of Sorrows. Oh, see, Portrait of Ruin was my favorite. God, I'm just all about those sorrows. I can't get it out of my head, man. Keep He's, like, it. clawing away at my like <laughs> drug addict. Like, help me. Oh, boy. All right, we're going to move right along here. I download, downloaded this, have not played it yet. Tetris 99. I hate Tetris. It was available immediately after the Nintendo Direct. It's basically te- it Tetris not, Online. Free wasn't to play. there another one directly after? Um, sorry. Wasn't there another release right after the direct? That hey, was Ryan. Tetris? If you would allow me to talk about the rest of these bullet <laughs> Sorry. points, you're like you're like Lauren interrupting me before I even. It's like yeah, Lauren, I'll get there, but but, you know, but Tetris. I'm only halfway through the story. That one stresses me out so much. What you should really play is on the. You have the Nintendo Online service for yeah. Switch, and you have that the slew of NES games. Mm-hmm. Play Yoshi. I did play that one. Really fun. It was. It wasn't bad because you, you have the. Like, five or six different iconic Nintendo or Mario Brothers characters kind of falling from the ceiling. Where you switch the things around? Exactly. You switch yeah. the things around, and you have to get the eggs to kind of hatch. Yeah. And it's, it's very Tetris-esque, but I think it's less stressful because you don't have... The shapes. The shapes that go up the, the ceiling so quickly. Shapes stress me out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, getting back to Tetris 99, it's my understanding that... You play against 99 other players somehow. I didn't understand that. Yeah, I don't... And you're... It's like basically Tetris Battle Royale. I don't really know how that works, but... (laughs) Fortnite Cross Tetris. What's up? Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, uh, which includes the Vita-exclusive Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation, and, Ryan, they didn't stop there, Tyranny of King Washington DLC. Available just in time. That That was the one with the revolutionary war right that's correct um 
I was looking at it. The graphics didn't look like they were improved. I also don't really remember the graphics of the old one, but... It looked fine, but I stopped playing about halfway through because it was there just... was a glitch, right? It was janky as all hell. Like, yeah. And what really frustrated me is that I got to a point where I had to infiltrate some outpost, and there was just like a million guys chasing me, a lot of screen tearing, it glitched out, and then I lost like two hours worth of progress, and I was just like, oh, forget this. Yeah, that'll this. make you stop. But I love the setting. I like the idea. I actually did play through the... Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation on Vita. Mm-hmm. It was like one of my first uh, Vita games, actually. You play it as this this female character, and I think the mechanic was she like swapped outfits or something like that, and that in some way enhanced her abilities. Okay. Uh, very, I mean, very much like Assassin's Creed, I suppose, because you have different robes or whatever. I'm trying to think the one that maybe Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, where you get to change all your robes. Mm-hmm. Some of the end game robes were really cool looking. Yeah, I played Brotherhood earlier, uh, late last year, I guess. Yeah. Um, Those yeah. were fun games. I don't like the new RPG element ones. I don't either, dude. Uh, Black Flag, because you enjoyed Pirates of the Caribbean world, right? Yeah, I did. So Black Flag is like that to the nth degree. You get to jump off your ship and go and explore islands and stuff. Eight bucks on PSN right now. Ooh. I was so close to downloading it last night. Uh, that but, is tempting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just FYI. If we didn't have to go to dinner until like 12 o'clock tonight, I would... Get Black Flag. Yeah, so Ryan's family or parents have some friends coming into town, and I did well, which is not a bad thing. No, so then that's great. not the bad part. So the bad part is we have to start our night at eight thirty. That's when dinner is, which is late. That's like four and a half hours past your bedtime. I know. So I'm like hobbling in there and like just jam jammies, <laughs> <laughs> and then like just a onesie with like ribs. My table now. Can I have some ribs, please? And then it has like I don't know Lilo and Stitch onesie on. <laughs> They're like, oh wow, he's really little mermaid on these and everything. Yeah. yeah. So Assassin's Creed Three Remaster, getting back to that, I'm actually very excited. I think I will end up probably downloading it. I don't need a physical copy of that. Uh, if it goes on sale for like twenty bucks, I'd like to revisit that. Yeah. Wait. So Black Flag, you get to level up your ship as well. I believe so. And yeah. deck it out. And deck things. it out. Yeah. I might be downloading that today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm sold. Yeah. You, uh, well, you had me at eight bucks. Yeah, exactly. I'll buy any game. That was for eight like bucks. last night where they're like, "Hey, there's onion rings. It's it costs more. Do you want that? Yeah. Do you want tater tots? It costs more. I was like, Yeah. Like I don't <laughs> care. Like I don't care. It costs more. Yeah. Tater tots. <laughs> yeah. Onion rings. Well, okay. So preface that by saying that we went out last night with some friends. So Erica actually met us out after you left. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's always good talking to her. Uh, she was actually got off work like shortly at, before she got there. Oh wow! Yeah, she was That's working a late like, Friday. Yeah, eight o'clock. So I get to work tomorrow. Not fun. I have to do that as well. Is Lauren working tomorrow? I think so. Yeah. Poor. Yeah. Poor her. Oh, the corporate life. It's hard. Fire emblem. It's hard being a VP. <laughs> it, <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I don't know if I'll ever make it that far. I definitely won't make it that far. Fire Emblem Three Houses, Ryan. This was one of your top ten most anticipated games of 2019. Yeah. July 26th. How you feel about it? They have some really interesting names. Yeah. What name did I text you and it was just completely out of context? I don't know. It's like Earlog or something. <laughs> you stupid monster parts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just bobs back on. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I texted. Where did? Where are you running off to? Travis texted me. Oh, that's on. Un- Listen, when the executive producer of the show hits me up, the world stops. Okay. Let's see, Star Wars, Star Wars, Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts, 
I love that he said hot off the presses too, because it's like what I always say on the podcast. He's okay, actually got some hot takes for the the direct, so we'll, we'll be reading those shortly. Fogland, Fogland is the name of the land. Oh goodness gracious! Yeah. You're like I said, it was LOL Fogland. Fogland <laughs> was you know, just question. Well, that's like when you said just I beat goat form, and I'm like, I, beat goat form. I am goat form. I was just like, dude, what? What are you? Talking I embraced about? my goat. Form. What are you talking about? My inner steed. <laughs> so I will read Travis's texts after I get through all of the announcements here. But after that, Toby Fox's new game, following the much beloved Undertale from last generation. Oh, actually, it was this generation? There's a game called Delta Rune. Yeah. Chapter one releases February twenty eighth for free. Is this the same as Rune Factory? No, that's oh I didn't have that in my notes here, but yes, we'll talk about that in a second. So it's RuneScape three or four. No, Delta Rune is a I don't think it's a sequel. I just think it's another game from Toby Fox who created Undertale, which was a kind of old school, really quirky, Earthbound esque RPG. So wasn't Toby Fox in Django Unchained? No, that's Jamie Foxx, you idiot. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm really bad with names. Oh, you're horrible. (laughs) Terrible. Terrible. Cool. All right. So that should be fun (laughs) uh, for people that are fans of kind of old school RPGs with just really quirky stories. Next, potentially the best part of this entire Direct, more Yoshi's Crafted World footage. Not only that, Ryan, as you alluded to and interrupted me about earlier, the demo was available right after the direct. That's what I was thinking. So about. you can go on the Nintendo eShop, download the demo. It's for the first world. Yoshi's Crafted World. <laughs> and I did not download that because I want the game to be completely fresh for me. No, that looks amazing. And you get to pick out outfits. Like, excuse me. The uh, collectible outfits are the fun thing. Yeah, definitely going to be a day one buy for me with Yoshi. Lauren actually pre-ordered it for my birthday. So much anticipation there. After Yoshi, what else do we have here? Oh, great news. To celebrate the 20th anniversary of Final Fantasy VIII, Ryan, Square and Nintendo were incredibly gracious to drop the release of Final Fantasy IX, the day of the Direct. And there's seven out there. And announced Final Fantasy VII will be arriving in March. The bastard stepchild that is Final Fantasy VIII will continue to fade into nothingness. (laughs) It sucks to be the middle. It's like... Really does. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice arrives in the spring. Really just a wildly interesting psychological mind F. Like it's yeah. just so crazy. If you play that game, I'm about 25% of it, 25% through on the PS4. And basically you have to play with headphones because the person like struggles with some kind of psychological disorder. And so she hears voices that are constantly like berating her mind. And it's just, uh, like, a, I don't even know, psychedelic weirdo trip. Yeah, it got really good reviews. It did, yeah. And it was, it was really developed by a small team. I mean, Ninja Theory made it, but the team that actually worked on it was very, a very small team. Mm-hmm. So check that out. It kind of plays like God of War, I would say. A little puzzle heavy, but the combat is really just visceral. It's wild. Yeah, it looked good. Play it. All right, so that's coming to Switch. Not a game that I really want to play on my Switch, though. No. The next one. Well. Well, before you go to the, the, the bomb that they dropped. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, there's one more announcement that I want to talk about. Rune Factory 4 is being remade. And yeah. Rune Factory 5 is coming. Get to all Switch. those 99 capes. Seriously, though, I think that's a game that Lauren would really love. I didn't see any gameplay. Was there gameplay? There was, yeah. Okay. It plays similar to Harvest Moon and 
probably Stardew Valley. And I do need to get Animal Stardew Crossing Valley. and all that fun stuff. And there's combat. You go kind of go do some dungeon crawling and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So yeah, definitely check out. Keep your eyes peeled for Rune Factory. I thought you were doing that just because of RuneScape, but no, I, I genuinely think that's gonna oh, be a fun okay. game. Rune cool. Factory is a real good thing. Yeah, no, I saw the announcement. Okay. <laughs> like, I thought you were saying it sarcastically, like, oh, she'd like Rune Factory because she played RuneScape. No, I was genuinely serious. Oh, cool. Yeah, because it has, like, Harvest Moon, <laughs> Animal well, Crossing then, yeah. vibes. So, Ryan, Nintendo then said they had one final <laughs> announcement. One more bomb to drop. What would it be? Would they tease Banjo-Kazooie as a DLC character for Smash Ultimate? Would they surprisingly tease and show some new Metroid Prime 4 footage? No. No, they didn't. But what they did do, set the scene, screen faded to black. We get bubbles rising to the surface of an ocean where it appears absolute chaos as a storm, lightning, and thunder ensues. (laughs) The camera zooms in, and you see a young man struggling to keep his sailboat afloat. Rusty was texting Travis mid-trailer, and I'm thinking, oh my word, we're going to get a Wind Waker remake or port, I should say, from Wii U to Switch. Uh-huh. Not the case. Link's ship crashes. We get a pan out of the whoa, island. Whoa, whoa, you totally skipped the other one. The Windfish Egg. Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, being remade for the Nintendo Switch. And it's Switch. adorable. What's up? It's like a little claymation-looking thing. Oh, Link's face was like a little chibi. Something Nintendo's never explored. This one's a remake, right? It is. So this came out in 1993 on the Game Boy. That's what I'm thinking. And it was remade, not remade, but it was kind of like remastered with color for the Game Boy Color mm-hmm. as Link, Link's Awakening DX came out in like 96, I believe. I remember them going through, I watched a review on this way back in the day, and they were saying like each dungeon you need to go through it and like it's has a lot of exploration that was potentially missing in later versions. Well, what's really wild about the development of this game is that it's kind of an after-hours Nintendo project, and when they were developing it, it was supposed to be um, a Link to the Past 2. It was going to be a sequel to that. But then it just got weirder and weirder. There's there's Goombas. You saw in the trailer a Chain Chomp is right in front of your house. Mario's in the game. There's a Kirby doll somewhere, I think, or a Yoshi doll or something like that. And for a game that's titled The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening... And, of course, Link is the starring character, but Zelda's not in it. Ganon is not in the game. Really interesting. Yeah, so basically I'm the premise is Link crashes his ship, wakes up on an island, and, of course, reasons. You get your sword, your shield, you do your thing. You totally missed the uh, Star Fox. Oh, yeah, that was kind of just, like, minor announcement for me. Really? Well, I didn't buy Starlink, so I don't really know a whole lot about it, to be well, honest. Is that different than the original Star Fox? It's, and that's the thing, I'm maybe not a whole, very educated in what Starlink is. I thought that was a big announcement. Yeah, but I, I never know, played it, but. I know there's more Star Fox characters coming to that game. Are there? But I'm not really sure any more details other than that. Like if you play in your little, your R wings and stuff like that. I'm not sure. I don't know. Do a barrel roll. Yeah. It's potentially not as good as Gummy Ships. I think it, there's. Like, uh, it's undoubtedly better than gummy ships. I did find this thing, and it's foxes. Give me one second. Okay. Eat this. You'll chuckle at this. Puppies everywhere. (laughs) Those are foxes. (laughs) It's using foxes' voice from Smash. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) 
That's good. It made That's me good. chuckle. I was so confused when I first... So basically it's a video of these fox... Or like a fox pen. Mm-hmm. And a guy going in with food. And it's just foxes jumping around trying to get food. And they're all making the fox noise from like brawl or melee. Hmm. Interesting. But... Uh, I look at it in my spare time. <laughs> <laughs> foxes going nuts. I no. looked at husky videos for like an hour this morning. Did you really? Yeah. Well, okay, so I thought this was an absolutely outstanding Nintendo Direct. I love when Nintendo just drops these bombs out of completely nowhere. <coughs> and honestly, this could have been their showcase at E3, and I think people would have been just as happy. <coughs> yeah. Dude, are you, like, alive over I'm, there? Uh, okay. Like, seriously. <coughs> I'm choking on water. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, so I think it, I'm really pleased that they have this many announcements, this many things on the horizon. You know, coming into this year, I thought it might be a little bit of a, not a dry year for Switch, but certainly not a Breath of the Wild Super Mario Odyssey year. Yeah. And this has certainly uh, brought new life into the Switch. Yoshi and Link. For 2019. Yeah, super pumped. So, good stuff on the Nintendo Direct front. But before we move on, Ryan, we actually need to read Travis's hot takes on the Nintendo Direct. Okay. So he texted me this morning, and he couldn't really think of any questions, which is not a big deal. He, he came in real for, strong for us. Freaking unacceptable. Last week. Yeah, seriously, demotion. Just kidding. Uh, he no, said, no, not even that. Fired. <laughs> oh, we're not going to go there. He said, you can just mention, when he said that he didn't have any questions, that he was more excited and over the world thrilled by the, quote-unquote, surprise, it's not DLC, but a whole sequel, Hollow Knight reveal, um... And, oh, so he's, I think, saying here that the Hollow Knight reveal that it's a sequel and not just DLC, which is also hot off the presses, um, he was more excited about that than uh, the Nintendo Direct in its entirety. Bold words, Travis. He said, I love me some classic Zelda, but like I've said, I'm kind of stuck in a Breath of the Wild mode now. I won't be as excited until it's the true Switch sequel. You're getting a little greedy over there, Travis. He says, hot off the presses about... An hour later, after the uh, Hollow Knight text, he says, The Yoshi demo is adorable. Just played it with Marlo, his beautiful little daughter, and he says, And it's just as charming as heck. You can shoot eggs into the foreground and background, and after playing the level, you get a side quest to play it again and shoot down all of the cows hiding in the background. Well, that's just terrific. (laughs) Just terrific. Well, Nintendo is just as imaginative as they always have been. Very much looking forward to that. I'm so glad you're getting Marlo into beautiful games like that, Travis. That's that's awesome. So, Ryan, we put something out on Instagram for questions. And, by the way, how can listeners write into the show? Uh, through Instagram, through Twitter, through email that you will say. Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And through uh, Discord. That's right. And the link is in the show notes for all of those things. Uh, but yeah, we got no questions except for a Star Wars-specific question on the Instagram that we will share when we do the Star Wars segment okay. of the show. Crap, we were supposed to think of questions to ask each other. <laughs> oh, that's right. So I actually did think of a question for you. Oh, I didn't, because I was talking and focusing on this podcast. <laughs> so there's random questions to ask a guy. I just pulled something stupid oh, okay. up. Um, what villain do you really feel for? Thanos. Thanos, good one. That or... Um... What's his face in uh, Black Panther? Oh, well, I just feel for Michael B. Jordan more ways than one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all the, those rigid bumps from the people he murders. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Oh, yeah. No, he actually had a 
compelling case why he was doing what he was doing. So I feel for him. Definitely. I am um, um, Maleficent. Just yeah. bent on destroying the world with really no reason. Well, if you watch the uh, movie with What's-Her-Face, Tom... Not Tom Cruise. <laughs> the other guy. The dude who's in Fight Club. Brad Pitt. Yeah. His ex-wife. What's her name? Angelina Jolie. Jolie. I, I couldn't... I could picture her face. Her, that movie that she was in with Maleficent, you felt bad for her. Like, she had a reason. Yeah. Because, no, like, her was... husband cut off his her wings and then... Oh, that's right. Like... Was a jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Vader. Yeah, I feel for Vader. Certainly. Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did murder his parents and. Do it. Um, who else do you feel for? What actor will you always associate with a particular character? Mm, probably Radcliffe with Harry Potter. Definitely. Frodo. I'll Elijah Wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I mean, definitely Samwise Gamgee. Um, yeah. Sean Astin. Rudy. No. The Rudy Hobbit. He is Samwise. <laughs> yeah. He is Samwise. This is, a, this is one that I think you would just have a hilarious answer for. If you were in witness protection, what would your nickname be? I don't know why Sir Squabbles was the first thing that popped into my head. Um... Hmm. I think Sir Squabbles is good. Okay, Sir Squabbles. What would the first <laughs> colony on another planet be needing? Less Roanoke. Roanoke? Less Roanoke type activities going on. What is that? God, did you not pay attention in history? Roanoke was the colony that just disappeared off the face of the earth. Really? And it had, um, what was it? Roanoke Island? Roanoke was a colony. It's in North Carolina, I believe. Yeah, Dare County on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Roanoke Colony. And then it had that, um, what was the word that was written on uh, Croatoan? Oh. Croatoa was written on a tree. Hmm. That's why they went into the Croatoan virus in Supernatural. Interesting. Why did I, apparently I need to, uh, Okay. Get a history book or something. So I guess that would be my answer. What would they need in the colony on another, you know, some feces for some potatoes? (laughs) (laughs) What? The uh, Mark Hamill or not Mark Hamill, Mark Wahlberg movie where he uh, makes potatoes out of feces or grows them with feces. Oh, oh, okay. So Martian, right? Dude, your references tonight, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> You're no, like nothing dropping is hitting. balls. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right, we're done. We're moving on. We're moving on from that question. Uh, any of these other ones any good? Let's see here. This, no. Um, what do you want to be written on your tombstone? He showed up. <laughs> he participated. <laughs> Gosh, that's so morbid. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really need a tombstone. I'll probably be cremated. Yeah. Or turn into like a rock. They can, uh, basically, all the carbon after they turn you into ashes, they can press it down and turn you into a uh, diamond. So you can have like one of your dead relatives on a ring. 
Wow. I don't think I want that. Or they can turn you into a tree or some coral. I'd rather carry my memories of them in my heart and not literally on my body. <laughs> that just sounds kind of weird. My grandpa's worth 10 grand. <laughs> well, Ryan, you I know. I cracked myself up. And um, we're all aware of that. <laughs> yep. But you know what they say, Ryan? Hmm. Every day above ground's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> That was so ridiculous. That was pretty bad. Uh, yeah. I think that's all I got for questions. Yeah, okay. I, I don't really have any else. Um, do you want to save the games that we've been playing recently <laughs> for the end since we want to like dive into the Kingdom Hearts stuff? Sure. All right. Then, Ryan, what are we going to talk about today? Star Wars. That's right. Yep. We are going to revisit The Last Jedi with just a little few minor things. You know, revisit our thoughts. Ryan hates it. Nothing's changed there. And yeah. then we're going to kind of go into speculation territory. What do we think is going to happen in Episode 9? And there was that fan film. Yes. What are our hopes for Episode 9? And what do we want from the future of Star Wars? A lot of good stuff to talk about. But, Ryan, why don't we just kind of revisit our thoughts Last Jedi? So, just throw out a number. Wh- what do you give Last Jedi? Um, One to ten. Six. Okay. Five and a half, six. Okay. Now that I've thought about it more, I'd say seven and a half, eight. Okay. So not great. Is that down or up from what you were Down. Because I think I said originally that it was like my number three favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah, which I was surprised about. And I would say it's a little bit down from that now. Yeah, because my favorite is Goblet of Fire. (laughs) (laughs) Get that garbage out of here. So let's kind of revisit um, some of the key things that Ryan Johnson decided to do with some of the characters. So... Snoke, dead. Yeah. Luke, dead. What do you think about Snoke? Let's start there. Finn, alive. What? (laughs) What do you think about Snoke dying? Uh, I I go back and forth. I hate it. Um, It makes sense if you're trying to make Kylo the main character because he is cooler and he'll overshadow. Um, I'm just getting IMs from coworkers right now. That sounds terrible. Hey, Travis. Is it really Travis? I'm podcasting. (laughs) Okay, well, here's one theory that people are saying. Some people are saying Snoke is not actually dead. Um, I I personally think he is. I don't think there's any scenario that JJ is going to pull out of his magical hat of tricks that he is actually alive. But people are saying that The Last Jedi, for better or for worse, really explored territories of the Force that we haven't yet seen before. So there's definitely like the mind games between... Ray and Kylo. Here's the interesting thing, though, if you think about it. So, throughout the whole movie, I think, at least I thought we were led to expect that it was Snoke that was bringing the minds together for Kylo and Ray because no one, or like Kylo and Ray were even surprised, like, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. Why are we, dude, you get mad at me because I'm on Instagram and it's distracting. <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking to your coworkers. He's my main dude. Okay, so in our old Star Wars, our Star Wars episode, he's the one who. I talked to Star Wars about okay. the entire time. He's talking about White Owl, which is a Canadian whiskey. Okay, well, we're not talking about that right now. What we are talking about is, in The Last Jedi, we were never... Gosh, dude, you're freaking... I'm, what? I'm saying enjoy, have a good weekend. Okay, Bye. good. Um, but in The Last Jedi, again, new territories of the Force were explored, and when Kylo and Rey were talking with one another, of course, vast distances apart... They were both surprised that it was happening. So I think that we were led to believe that it was Snoke who was kind of 
making that connection so that Kylo could eventually turn Rey. <coughs> yeah. But when Snoke was killed at the end of the film, there's still one final connection between them when Rey's getting on the Falcon and looks down and sees Kylo with the two golden dice of his father, Han. Yeah. So if Snoke's gone, who's creating that connection still? Well, I took that as they're trying to show that Kylo has the power to do that kind of stuff. And and I think that potentially is now what we're led to believe. Yeah. But it's still confusing in the beginning of the film when they were so perplexed that it was even happening. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's not internally consistent. And, I mean, one of the theories that they're saying is... Uh, Kylo and Snoke planned to have that scene happen. Exactly. So that he they could turn Rey to the dark side because Rey was more powerful than Kylo. Yeah. Um, which, if that's how they do it, cool. I'm fine with that. Like, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. I But I think if they're going to pump up these new characters like Kylo and they want Kylo to be the big bad guy, then Snoke instantly makes Kylo look worthless. Mm-hmm. So it's you either have Snoke or you have Kylo. As the main villain. And what's interesting, too, about the throne room scene is when... And, of course, spoilers. My gosh. I mean, if you haven't seen The Last Jedi yet... then I, 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 we, I started with Snoke dead. <laughs> yeah, so I guess if you haven't seen The Last Jedi, I apologize. Yeah. But anyways, um, in the throne room scene, when, when Snoke is talking about knowing every move that Kylo's going to make, he turns to kill his true enemy. And he... he, he I mean, I, I should backtrack. He even says that he knows every move that Kylo's going to make. Yeah, And then he turns to strike his true enemy, and then he ignites the saber that kills Snoke. I almost think, and I've read theories about this, that Snoke wanted either... Snoke force-projected himself much like Luke did, but somehow there was still... Penetration's not the right word, but, you know... No, that's the right word. The saber, you know, cuts through him. Maybe he's not actually dead, and he was in some other room or whatever. And he needed that to happen for Kylo to truly turn to the dark side... Unknowing to Kylo or not, you know, Kylo may very well have thought that he killed his his master and in so doing made him more powerful. Yeah. And Snoke is going to somehow return to in the, in the next movie because he's going to come from the far regions of the galaxy. Because, and again, this could be consistent. See, errors, you know, changing directors from J.J. to Ryan. But if you look at the, the um, not the force projection, but the... Um, the hologram in The Force Awakens. If you look at a close-up of Snoke's face, he looks a lot more aged in that film mm-hmm. versus the physical f- form of him in The Last Jedi, which yeah. leads me to believe that, again, he was force-projecting himself into the throne room and it was never actually there. Yeah, I'm... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not convinced of that, but I'm just saying there's a whole bunch of... Yeah. Weirdo theories in the in the air. See, I, the way I take it is he knew every move that Kylo was going to make, and he said, you're going to strike down your true enemy. And little did he know that his true enemy, instead of, like, he took that or interpreted, because they're all just interpretations, mm-hmm. right? Because Rey interpreted that, like, the, her phrasing was, he'll t- uh, Kylo will turn completely. So, well, that's cool. There's two options, though. She'll turn to the right, light or the dark. Mm. So the same way that she misinterpreted her force premonitions, I guess, is the same way that Snoke misread his and Kylo actually did do what he saw, 
but it was just he saw the other person or he interpreted it as the other person. Mm-hmm. So it, he saw that as striking down Ray instead of himself. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's and plus I there's a lot of talk that there is going to be a new enemy in episode 9 and we can get into that here in a little bit that will force the first order and the resistance to come together to fight this enemy that is more powerful than anything we've seen in Star Wars. Yeah. And one of them was like the whims or something like that. The whims. Something like that. Look it up. It's um I don't know what it is, but it's like it was in I think Rebels. Oh. It was I know some what like ancient The Wills. The Wills, the Wills, yeah. Um and I don't really know what that would entail from a storyline perspective, but see, I yeah. I don't know how they would weave the wills in. Um that would be interesting. They did say that they're going to have like the old story elements. Hopefully they weave in rebels. They weave in like the prequel trilogy. Well, Jay-Z has been quoted as saying that this film is meant to bring in all of the movies, including the prequels into this. I don't know how they're going to do that in two and a half hours. I don't either. And I they think could, really they could do like Harry Potter did and break it into part one and two. There are rumors about that too, that it's going to be yeah, part one and part two. Which That's why they're not dropping a trailer is because. Yeah. You never probably know. Probably how you market that. And I don't know how late it was into the production of like your Mocking Jays or your Deathly Hallows or heaven forbid the freaking Hobbit movies when we found out, oh, there's not going to be one, there's going to be two. And then, oh, there's not two, there's actually three. You know, I don't how, know how late into production. We have a trilogy within the third movie of a trilogy. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, really, the, the, the opportunities are endless. I don't think that. You know, we should announce that JJ announced on all social media platforms yesterday that production on episode nine is completely done. And I don't think they could have filmed two movies worth of footage in the seven to eight months that they've been filming this movie. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, I don't know how long it took them to film the Lord of the Rings movies, and I know they did that simultaneously. But it just doesn't seem like that's something they would do. Especially Disney. Uh well, actually, I shouldn't say it. That's exactly something Disney would do. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. But I mean, after the f- previous perception of the movie and the backlash that reflected on Han Solo's sales, I think I don't think they, they can take the risk for two. They more. don't want to. Yeah. And then, yeah, because I, they have no idea. I mean, let's be honest. This movie is going to make well over a billion dollars, no doubt. But Disney can't be assured of that, especially with the backlash of Last Jedi. And Han Solo, quote unquote, bombing in the box office. Which I didn't mind Han Solo. It was better than Last Jedi. Well, yeah, but like, but it's clearly if the, you the masses didn't the, feel like that. It's, I think it was more of a statement because money is a thing that talks. So mm-hmm. it's like you totally did the fans a disservice with this movie and you didn't listen to what the fans wanted. So our reaction is to not give you money for yeah. the next one. And we can watch it on Netflix, which we already pay for. Or watch it on a plane for free. But, yeah, we're not going to give Disney directly the movie or the money. Mm-hmm. So I think the same way like EA and like all those game companies like Bethesda that are screwing up things, or Activision, they're screwing shit, stuff up. <laughs> and, uh yeah. Money talks. Yeah, Anthem. If they do like the new game that's coming, dude, that game. I think that's gonna bomb. I'm excited. It looks awesome, 
but it's how they monetize it is really the indicator or the end game stuff. Yeah, if they have like a bunch of loot box garbage. But the, if you pro, I mean, if you don't buy it, they're not going to do that later on. And hopefully, the last Star Wars Battlefront Two is we that money kind of. Dude, you know that Battlefront Three was finished. They just needed to do bug tests. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, and it looked really cool. Like how royally upsetting is that? I hope honestly, I won a Battlefront Three. Wasn't it uh, Star Wars seventeen seventeen or something like that? Yeah, it was like twenty. It was a weird name like that. Like yeah. some numbers. And I think you were like a bounty hunter. Yeah, that looked that sweet. looked awesome. And you it know, was canceled. You know, an underrated game that probably sucks nowadays is uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter on the PS2 GameCube. I think you talked about that. Before. I did. You play as Jango Fett. Mm-hmm. Fun game. You can actually get it on PS4. Download it. Ten bucks. Trophy support. Anyways, Ryan, let's talk about Luke. Okay. What? Okay, so let, let's first, talk about Luke. First <laughs> of all. Is that a song? I think it's Let's Talk About Us. Oh, okay. We're not friends, so we can't do that. Yeah, okay. Anyways, so <laughs> the opening scene on... Um, Luke is just a mess in this movie. Yeah. Well, let's not even tiptoe around it. No, he's just... It's garbage. He's milking dudes. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, he's, grabbing, he's, he's milking like weirdo cow things. Freaking uttering. Yeah. He, uh, he picked up fishing. Cool. That's a pastime. Mm-hmm. Him chucking the lightsaber over... It's his, what, his dad's His lightsaber? dad's lightsaber. Like, how blatantly it's, disrespectful is that? Yeah. The one he trained with, with He Sir watched die and brought back to the light side. He chucks ben it Kenobi. over his shoulder. Yeah, no, that cool. was... Cool. People in the theater, like, laughed. But not like a laugh, like, oh, that's funny. They were just like, that was the stupidest film, and, like or stupidest scene in, like, c- cinematic history that we waited two years for. And again, Ryan and I belabored, we've talked about this to death. It's, um, it's just, it's so irritating it's he wanted to cut the tension or like but he completely destroyed any hype yeah like we're excited to see the interactions after an entire movie of not seeing him and we didn't see him in the first force awakens because it would have detracted from the new characters that they were trying to interject into this universe but yeah you just it made you less hype for the rest of the movie it's like Luke became a jerk. Yeah, this is essentially setting up the rest of the movie of the... You have one... Ex- like, they started out with... Because I started watching it again yesterday. They started out with that drug knot scene. Juggernaut? Oh. A giant ship with battle. Yeah, Oscar Isaac. Uh, what's his face? Cool. Yeah, action. It's fine. Start. It doesn't really make sense that there's gravity for like a World War II dropping bombs kind of scene. Yeah, and I, there were a lot of people complaining about that. And I understand the criticism, but at the same time... All the pew pew pews in the original trilogy, like in space, like I think you have to suspend reality when you're watching a Star Wars film. Yeah, pew pew pews, just yeah, but it, it looks cool visually, but practically it doesn't make any sense. Sure, I, and I, that's fair. But one of the other things, and I want to come back to the Luke throwing the lightsaber in a quick second. We'll stay there actually, because we'll get to the humor aspect of this film later. Okay. But Luke throwing the lightsaber, like I would have rather, because there's a lot of cheesy lines in this film. I would have rather have like Luke a Kingdom Hearts. Game yeah, but I would dialogue. I would have rather Luke looked at Ray and said something as stupid as "I've been waiting for you," than throwing the lightsaber. Like I would have rather had him say something. I'm like, your father. <laughs> How crazy would that have been? Yeah, that like, would. I am your father. The roles like, reverse. Holy cow! Like. Could you imagine how 
Like I left you on Jakku for a reason. I never wanted to see you again. I gambled you away. <laughs> like, the, yeah. No. Just something along those lines of who are you? Why are you here? How did you get my light, my dad's lightsaber? Or something that makes him sound like he knows what the heck is going on. Like, the Force, you, uh, I guess you have an interaction with people, right? So Leia understood that Han died. Spoilers. Um, and Luke was like, oh, hey, where's Han? Yeah, there's no way he wouldn't have felt He's that. He's a freaking Jedi Master. The first time Leia uses the Force, she instantly knows, like, before she even uses the Force visibly in any of these movies, she understands that Han died. Yeah. From across the universe. Yeah. Luke, a freaking master, <laughs> trained with Yoda, son of Vader, <laughs> queen of dragons. <laughs> Daenerys Targaryen. Uh, Sorry, yeah. I'm cold. Put on my jacket. Oh, that's right. So... Yeah, I. He's like, oh, where's Han? Why is Chewbacca here? It's like, dude, come on. They just, they took his balls and they just neutered him. Pretty much, just hardcore. And that was one of the things that I was like when I was watching these videos. They're like, someone, can we give freaking Luke his balls back in the next movie? Mm-hmm. That's all I want. Well, so because- here's something I want to transition to with Luke. So. I think we can transition because there's nothing redeeming about Luke in this film other than the fact that he essentially sacrificed himself at the end so the resistance could get like away. Like, the only good scene was him with Yoda. Yeah. But Yoda turned into Thor. Yeah. Well, and that that also... Like, you're making ghost, Force ghosts more powerful than real people. Okay. So let's kind of tiptoe onto the predictions for Episode Nine territory. So there's theories out there that what if Leia, since, unfortunately, the late Carrie Fisher passed away after Last Jedi was released, and... Episode 9 was supposed to be her film since it's... Can you really say that Episode 8 was Luke's film? I mean, not really. No, and Force Awakens, I I mean, if it's your film, you die in it. It was Han's film, and he was outstanding, you know, the role he yeah, played. Yeah, he was. But anyways, what if, since Leia, they only have so much footage of her, and again, I don't know if this they is... They were saying that they could potentially get, like, Meryl Streep. Oh, get that out of here. No. Which would be awful. What if Leia gave herself to the Force to resurrect Luke? And we just see Luke in his black robes from Return of the Jedi. Because he shaved his beard. In a green lightsaber. I like that a lot. How sweet would that be? That would be really cool. And so then the, the far realms of the galaxy, okay, whoever this ridiculous villain is, Maybe it's Snoke. Okay, maybe a young Snoke, his brother, his his uncle, something like that. Mm-hmm. Whoever. And then we have a final scene where Kylo, Rey, and Return of the Jedi Luke, of course a little aged, are fighting some ridiculous Sith Lord. What's up? I do like the... And uh, then Rose comes in, yeah. does a backflip. <laughs> Saves freaking Finn <laughs> from a lightsaber. Nah. Yeah, no, I really like the idea of her sacrificing himself so we can get... It's a good way to retcon mm-hmm. and get rid of Carrie Fisher. Yeah, and I think it's That's a totally, perfect way. totally doable. So um, I really like that idea. I, I still like the idea, if they don't do that, which that would be perfect, um, is having a funeral similar to how they did Amidala's wedding, like on Naboo. Mm-hmm. Like a procession and... Because she obviously doesn't have her homeworld. But, like, if they do it on Naboo or the same way that her mom died. Mm-hmm. Or was 
whatever remembered yeah. yeah that would be awesome too yeah i think there's <laughs> definitely a lot of good footage according to jj and carrie frisher's brother for um carrie so it'll be interesting to see how they weave her into this film i definitely don't think that there's any scenario where Luke is going to play a critical role to the story. Mm -hmm. uh, we saw the potential for Force Ghosts having the ability to interact with the world other than just talking to someone. Yeah. With, you know, Yoda force lightning a tree on fire. So with that said, if Luke doesn't come back, which now that it's in my mind, I can't unsee it. Like Leia has to give herself to the Force for Luke to be resurrected. Yeah. Especially, or else we'll hate this movie. Is, and especially because they're twins. So like it... Even more so, you feel like it could work, right? Yeah. So. Well, the, I mean, then they could introduce the new bad guy as, hey, he didn't know or no one knew that this was a potential. You could sacrifice yourself to the Force to bring someone back. And maybe because the distant realms of the galaxy felt Luke's disappearance, and that was the one thing keeping them from entering the galaxy to completely wipe out the First Order and Resistance and rule the galaxy. And then Luke can sacrifice himself in the end, to take down or to do whatever to this bad guy. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how you kill off Luke. Yeah. Leia is the sacrificial one, because Luke has saved her in the past. Mm -hmm. Luke ends up going out in his blaze of glory. They have to have more lightsaber scenes. Yeah, like, like have... Don't call it a laser sword. Like, I'll tell you what, if, if they don't have a Revenge of the Sith, Mustafar... Levels of epicness lightsaber battle multiple times. I'm gonna riot. Like seriously. Yeah. I don't. I don't even need a space battle. Okay. I don't need it. Just Star Wars is in lightsabers are like one in the same. Okay. Well, space battles are boring. Like the way that they checked space battles box in number three was really good. They they're it's uh, Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin flying through the giant battle that's taking place. Oh, that's right, and then and they're to just get to weaving Dooku. to get to yeah, Grievous and Dooku and the Emperor who's yeah. kidnapped. Okay, yeah. they're flying through it. They don't need we don't need a what ten minute sequence of Poe flying around, even though that's his thing. Yeah, he's done that. His job is now to lead. He's General Poe or whatever. So let's um, Admiral Poe because he's a fleet. Let's talk about the humor in this movie. and In the upcoming one or the old one? Last Jedi. Okay. So you look at a movie like Force Awakens where they're infiltrating the Starkiller base and Finn is, you know, Han's like, do we have a plan? And Finn looks at him and just says, we'll, we'll use the Force. <laughs> and then Han's like, that's not how the Force works. And, you know, signature that was that I Harrison Ford yeah. voice. That was perfect. That kind of humor... Like, I can eat that up all day. But when you have literally, like, the equivalent of Adolf Hitler in General Hux mm -hmm. act like a little whiny baby when, you know, Oscar Isaac's character, Poe, you know, calls in. He's like, oh, wait, is General Hux there? He's like, this is General Hux or whatever. I'd say shoot him down. We, why are we talking? Like, they just shat on so many of the characters yeah and who jj essentially created them to be yeah they they freaking neutered everyone and then they introduced rose freaking tika as the love interest for poe and i'll, I'll want to say something Finn. too it's it has nothing to do with the actress herself she's Kel the worst kelly no, mitri tran because <laughs> she deleted her instagram because people like literally were just bullied or she just was bullied to they death, They were complaining about her character. Like, I don't see that as bullying. 
I think they made a bigger deal about it. They did. If you're in a movie, a public, the same way that politicians and things are public sector, you, we have the right to criticize you on your performance, what you say, how you act. Like that's, yeah, you can't. Sure. Not but I also think there's a fine line between what's acceptable and what's just completely disrespectful. Yeah. It's not, hey, what, Kelly Tran? Marie Tran, yeah. M- Maria Tran. Kelly Marie Tran. Say with me. Kelly, Kelly Maria Tran. Marie. There is no A at the Tran. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, hey, you suck. It's, hey, your character sucked. Mm-hmm. And you don't go on a tirade or like threaten people's lives, which I don't know if that's what happened. I think that was like what was going on. But that happens for everyone. Like for any movie ever. Mm-hmm. I'm sure for like iRobot, they're like, hey, you should have gone down with that car <laughs> in the beginning. Like for any movie in the public sector. Yeah. No, it's, I, yeah. I get that. But I'm just saying. Um, Granted, she is probably the worst part of this film. <laughs> besides whatever the she other She definitely guy. has no the redeeming lock, qualities. Yeah. I mean, when she... No, you gotta believe in love. No. What was <laughs> believe the... in the heart of the car. No, what the heck was her stupid quote? We're gonna look this up. It um, was so bad. What's her name in the film? Rose... Tika. Tico. Sure. Quote. We're, We're going to win the... this war not by fighting what we hate, but saving what we love. Dude... <laughs> so, so I've been playing through Kingdom Hearts again, mm-hmm. second time, and it's crazy how many cheesy like things about your heart or like. Oh, I know it's, it's, it's like ridiculous. oh my god, it's like that level of. Cheesiness. It is, yeah. She's the worst. She needs to die off. Like that was one of my notes. Was they need to get rid of her, like just have her sacrifice. If you really want that character to be like remembered, have her sacrifice herself for Finn. Yeah cool we don't have to see her again like we'll get her off the set it looks like they're trying to hire another female lead uh for this upcoming movie mm-hmm. and um what was it mara jade was what they're theorizing that could be which was luke's wife in the extended universe Ooh, or the old stuff yeah which then could say ray is mara jade and luke's daughter which would be effing amazing that would be awesome yeah because I, I've talked this to death as well. I will not believe. I do not believe that Ray is a nobody. I think it makes sense. She's a heartless. Yes. Oh. <laughs> no, I think. Good. Um, I'm glad that out of like all my references today is the one you got. It took me not, a second. Not Roanoke. Not the Martian. Freaking nobodies. Yeah. I've, I've played Kingdom Hearts to death by this <laughs> yeah. point. If I didn't get that reference, then. Yeah. Um. No, but I definitely, there's a lot of moments in The Force Awakens with just the way she carries herself, and heck, that Obi-Wan Kenobi said, Ray, these are your footsteps. You know, in the, when she, whatever that vision she had. Yeah. Um, and the lightsaber called to her. And if it's, if it is in fact Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber that was eventually passed down to Luke, there's only really two possibilities. Either Luke is her father... Or Obi-Wan is her grandfather. Because Obi-Wan was the only person that spoke to her in that vision. Darth Maul is her uncle. (laughs) And why would a lightsaber call to her randomly? Yeah. That was another thing. It was... They had Yoda in that vision. They had Darth Vader in that vision. They had all these crazy elements. The Knights of Ren. 
why is she connected to all this if she's a nobody? Yeah, and here's an interesting theory as well that the the and again this could be a continuity thing between JJ and um, Ryan, but when Luke is about to strike Ray down in that little hut thing, and um, Kylo crashes or brings like the little hut down. Yeah, it's not raining at that point. But in the vision in The Force Awakens during the right, the Knights of Ren scene, it's pouring down rain and they're like wrecking havoc. Well, there's no scene specific in there except when Luke touches R2-D2 and he sees everything crashed that brings those two scenes together, when, meaning bring down the hut and the Knights of Ren. Basically, all of this to say that the Knights of Ren scene hasn't happened yet. It was actually... A look into the future about what's to happen, clashing with a vision of the past. That'd be cool. So, because the Knights of Ren was completely like non-existent in the Last yeah. Jedi, which is another complaint of mine. Yeah. And there's some people that think that they were the Praetorian Guards that were surrounding um, Snoke, but why would their loyalties change from Kylo to him if they're called the Knights of Ren? Yeah, I think I think they hired. Like, in the casting for this new movie, they're looking for a group to go around, like, of seven people, or I don't know the exact number, but of people to go around with Adam Driver. Mm -hmm. So, for the Knights of Ren, essentially. Yeah, so, I think they need to revisit that, and I think there is going to be more flashbacks in this movie. There's been a lot of... (laughs) Mike Zero, if you listen to him on YouTube, he (coughs) pulls a whole bunch of stuff out of his butt, seemingly, as far as potential leaks about episode nine but one of them um because he somehow gets a hold of like these storyboard descriptions and set leak designs and all whatever and one of them had a cgi'd younger mark hamill filming a scene and have you ever seen the thing of the winter soldier actor looking like luke no but i can see that bucky character it's like uncanny how much they let's see winter soldier actor winter solstice Sol- yeah so i think that's a possibility um there was some speculation that there's a theory um we're gonna have a flashback scene where leia and han both drop ben off to at luke's academy that's the actor from winter soldier that's, that's luke ridiculous is that ridiculous? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look real, honestly. Um, wow, that's in, that's interesting. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, all they have to do is hire Bucky, and he can uh, be Luke. And oh. then you can do all the scenes with uh, Mar Jade, with Bucky, because they'd be about the same. Time Just line. the night that they conceive Ray, <laughs> like. <laughs> Interceded, sexy. Do we just like, need? <laughs> I don't foresee that just, happening. You in hear Wookiee noises in the background, <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the cantina music. That'd be good. Just a crazy like Rocky <laughs> montage of just like. <laughs> like no, like a Deadpool esque, like Deadpool one montage. Oh my gosh. Uh. Uh, that would be good. One can hope, Ryan. <laughs> one can hope. I don't think there's a good chance. There's like Jabba on the hut in the background. 
Uh, oh gosh. Or like Luke is wearing like slave Leia. Okay, outfit. we're done. We're done with this dream of a scenario that I it's not gonna happen. Um, <laughs> so I guess Ryan, do you have any specific predictions and hopes? Uh, I'm hoping they do something with Luke. Um, they bring him back or they have him force at the very least have him train um, Ray mm-hmm. and not tickle her finger with a reed. Like, flat out run her through the, like, just run her through her paces and, like, challenge her. Ray has been through nothing that is, like, considered a challenge. Mm -hmm. She's just, she's had it a walk in the park, essentially. So, let me... She's, like, downloaded the mind of Kylo so that she can learn. This is, like, some Kingdom Hearts BS kind of plotline. She downloaded when she was Force visioning through his mind in The Force Awakens to learn... His, like, abilities or whatever. It's how they're trying to rationale how she knows things. Really, just make her either Luke's kid or the kid of, like, one of the students at... Or the two students at his thing. Luke's uh, training. Luke's training facility. (coughs) I don't think if the timeline... I don't think the timeline would add up there. Because... You would assume that Ray and Kylo were kind of the same age. Uh, driver's older. Well, in real life, sure. But like, also, we need to kill off this idea of Raylo being a thing. Like, don't romanticize Kylo Ren and Ray being a couple. Like, if they do that or have a kid, that would be the stupidest thing. I don't think they're gonna do that. So. Before I get into what I think could be a potential ending to the movie, let me get into how I think Rey could be a very redeeming character in 9. Okay. I'm willing to listen. Remember Ahsoka in The Clone Wars and how whiny and kind of ridiculous she was? In many instances, she was just a young little Padawan to Anakin and complained when she wasn't allowed to go on certain things with Anakin. And and then you just introduce this Bamf Ahsoka fulcrum in Star Wars Rebels. I mean, she is the epitome of awesome like she is just ridiculous one of the coolest jedis from her look the way she talks the way she fights the dual white lightsabers the delayed time could be she could mature what if ahsoka and ezra bridger are in this movie that would be cool yeah Yeah. so then we wouldn't care about (laughs) ray okay so my point my point is if they don't introduce ahsoka and ezra into this movie just to see the arc of of ray yeah. In this movie, she has the potential to be awesome. I don't know what that looks like, but... Could you imagine if she came back dual-wielding freaking white lightsabers? Well, if you look at the picture that they posted, that J.J. posted when they wrapped production, she was holding her staff from Force Awakens. Okay. So, hey, let's fight lightsabers with a stick. Yeah, I don't get that, really. Um, it really kind of irks me if she just reconstructs Anakin's lightsaber... I want it's her, not hers. I want it's to get Darth her, Vader's. Yeah, I want her to get her own kyber crystal and f- and forge her own lightsaber. Give it. Give her a yellow one. She's a what protector? Yeah, I that, think is the yellow one. That makes sense because that's the guardian temple, or the guardian. That's what it is. Yeah, crystals. Um. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see. Fulcrum. Yeah, that would be amazing. 
Because I don't but know. Then, I don't know what her race then is. Then we definitely won't care about Rose Tika if Fulcrum yeah. is in there. That'd be amazing. I just think there's it a lot of really did, cool things that. How Gigi, did Rebels end? Didn't they go off into the unknown reaches? Um, I don't know if this is the end or of they're season like teleport four time. or season three. But spoilers for Star Wars Rebels. If you haven't seen it, want to see it, watch it. But w- watch we're it. gonna spoil it. So in. Clone Wars and Rebels, Darth Maul... They're bringing back Clone Wars. Yes, For a season. Um, But anyways, in Clone Wars and um, Rebels, and now this is canon, Darth Maul did not die when um, Obi-Wan chopped him in half, which leads me to believe that is Snoke really dead, even though his tongue was hanging out of his mouth. Because it just cauterizes the wound. Yeah, exactly. You don't need the bottom half of your body. No. There's no vital organs. And Snoke was super duper tall, so his top half is at least four feet tall. Yeah, and if he's the same anatomy, he just he won't be having kids anytime soon. Yeah, not a big deal. He wasn't gonna. I mean, his kids would be but <laughs> ugly. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. so like, let's not even he'd be giving birth. Their to complexions like, are a little rough. Shreks or something. Um, where well, was I mean, it? Donkey had a kid with a dragon. So that's, I mean, <laughs> like, that's true. Let's not question how that universe works. <laughs> <laughs> I did oh, watch a thing. It was um, like the scene that Donkey. Or the same way they introduced Donkey to the dragon mm-hmm. was the same. Actually, Game of Thrones spoiler. The same way that uh, Jon Snow meets Drogon the dragon Ooh. in Game of Thrones. Like, cinematically, the exact same. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's get back to Rebel spoilers. Okay. <laughs> now, I haven't finished season... Let's spoil other things. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't seen season four yet. But if I, if I remember correctly, and this probably was just like season three finale, maybe, but... Obi-Wan fights Darth Maul again, mm-hmm. okay, and they're on Tatooine, and I believe Darth Maul is trying to get to Luke, I don't know specifically, and Obi-Wan ends up defeating Darth Maul, and yes. he's kind of in Obi-Wan's arms, and Darth Maul basically asks Obi-Wan, is he really the chosen one, essentially, Yeah. speaking of Luke, and so then Obi-Wan is off in the distance, or like kind of, he sees where Luke is is in the little huts with his what aunt and uncle or whatever who they're spo- whoever they're supposed to be yeah you see the yeah. two sons like or two moons or whatever it is i think it's two sons on tatooine and you hear someone calling luke's name it's basically the opening of a new hope oh so it, it's cool how rebels kind of like brought together those two i didn't see worlds. that that's cool it's really neat yeah so he off in the distance and he hears some lady calling for luke luke sees the two sons and like walks back inside, because Obi Wan, of course, kept watch over him as he was instructed to do at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um, but he never had any interaction with him until much, much later when he was a teenager. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think they actually kept Ezra alive in season four. Yeah, because he was kind of like dancing they, with the dark side a little bit. Yeah, and they killed off some of the other ones, I believe. Hmm. Um, because I have the first three seasons. I need to watch. I need to watch a fourth, three again, and I need to watch four. Yeah, so that would be cool if Ezra is alive. I think Fulcrum's still alive. Yeah, that we never led to believe that she was killed. I think you were because she got trapped in that uh, holocron area with Vader. Oh, that's right, um, dude. That oh my gosh! If you have not seen Rebels, you need to. It is so good. There are so many cool moments where. Where um, Ahsoka fights, not so many moments, but there is a particular moment where she fights Vader and cuts off a part of his mask and sees Anakin. And it's just, they lock eyes and he knows that it's his Padawan. It's just a really cool moment. Yeah. No, it's a good show. 
No, I'd be totally cool because they have to. They said they're gonna weave it in. Um, I'm just afraid that they're not gonna be willing to go that distance because they're gonna overshadow their current characters that are super like surface level. Yeah. Like, Poe's the only distinct distinguished characters out of the new trio. Finn. I mean, Finn with Poe is cool. I like that dynamic. So they yeah. need to do more of that bromancing. Ray is just cookie cutter, like white bread kind of character. Like everything is handed to her. And the way that Ryan set it up, we're talking about romance. Um, at the end of Last Jedi, they really made it look less about Raylo and more about Ray and um, Poe. Really? Well, because the the thing that irritated me about that, or why the fan, like, there's a group of the fans that are want that. It's like all these like shirtless scenes and like them talking and like. Hey, how's it going over there? Like, yeah. how's your Friday night? That was, it was very bizarre. Like, um, oh, I'm wet because your place is wet. Yeah, that was just, there was just a lot of weird stuff going on there. Uh, sexual tension that was just, uh, it's like, are we, are we doing this right now? Like, why, why are we doing this yeah, right now? It made no sense. So I'm hoping that they quickly kill that idea off. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think Nine needs to open up with, kind of like Anakin cutting off Count Dooku's head where it was just like, yep, there's no salvaging that guy. He's definitely going to the dark side. (laughs) You know, we need to have a moment where he... Ray's like helping the homeless and like Kylo's killing people. No. And like juxtapose those two. We need a scene where he's like killing halflings or younglings. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking hobbits. (laughs) Find the halflings. He's just going through the shire. (laughs) Um... No, but I think we need a scene that really sells Kylo just completely going to the dark side. What about their legs? <laughs> they don't need those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the two towers. Yeah, it took yeah. you a second. Um, uh, mm. We haven't had meat in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but measly bread or whatever. Yeah. Oh, we can sit here and quote Lord of the Rings. Maggoty bread or Maggoty whatever. bread. Yeah, so they should kill that off. One of the things was saying that, like, the storyboard guy. Mike Zero. Sure. He, um, that Kylo was a good leader and, like, um, the reason they were, he was able to run it well was because he was in the, what, the unknown region or the outer region or whatever. He was, like, enslaving a planet, like an, like an underwater planet. Hmm. So, like, you go under the surface and it's like everyone's just slave laboring. Gungans get... just, like, making Wonder <laughs> Bread for. <laughs> Uh, some Lammas bread. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was a thing. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know really what I. Any idea that we come up with here is going to be vastly superior than what actually happens. Definitely. And that's that's I think, the disappointing thing. Well, I wouldn't go so far as saying that if Ryan Johnson was at the helm, I think I'd be much more in that line of thought with yeah. JJ back. As director, and that's why I hope they break it into two and give you two hours of basically, hey, I'm sorry. Let's steer back in the right direction, and then we'll have another two and a half hours towards the finale. Blow your freaking brains away, just yeah. like um, they. Let's see, we need. We're having a major jump in time. Um, John Boyega has his hair grown out. Yeah, so, so I think it's, they said it's about a year. Okay, which. I feel like they need to do like two or three, but okay, yeah. whatever. That's a lot of. I don't think a year is gonna 
grow so, men to character. Fifteen people as the resistance to what? You need hundreds to. Hey, post Nova's arc, they escalated. Is yeah. <laughs> we, well, one of the things was um, the if they bring back Boba Fett, which would be awesome because he escaped the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> He's got to be like three thousand years old at this point. No, not really. He was a kid in Revenge well, of the Sith. Uh, crutchy. <laughs> he was a kid in um, he, they, Attack of the Clones. So if you do the math here, um, is there anyone he's like that's 50. Sti- is there he's anyone- the same age as Luke. No, he'd be older than Luke. No, because if you look at him as a kid, he'd so from like- Attack of the Clones Revenge of the Sith, let's just say there's a three-year gap. So let's just say he's 15 in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And Luke, by the time we get to Last Jedi, is like, what, 60, 65? Is he that old? So he's got to be 75, 80 at this point. He's not flying a jetpack at 80 years old. Are you kidding me? Well, their technology's good. Your logic's invalid, Ryan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no well, I think, so in I think some having... way that they bring back Mandalorians. And the Mandalorians are known working with the Huts, And the Huts have like a vested interest against the Empire. And then it's just this battle royale against the Empire. It would be really ridiculous that they had a true cantina scene. We kind of like tiptoed on it in The Force Awakens. We went to Maz Kanata's palace or whatever. Yeah. First of all, we had to figure out how the heck Maz Kanata got Obi-Wan's light or uh, Anakin's lightsaber. Because wasn't it? It fell out of the uh, mining city after he got his arm chopped off. And then it was picked up with like his floating hand and the lightsaber. And then it was sold. And she got it. I don't think that was ever canonically explained. No, I think it, I think they were originally talking about it in Force Awakens. Like when that movie came out. But it wasn't I showed. thought there was some scene where he just said like, I don't have time to explain that right now. Yeah, which, cool. That's a story for another day or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's another day we need yeah well there's just stuff that i think jj needs to kind of seal the deal on i think he had a vision in mind that he set stuff up for ryan to answer and he just never did he just dropped he literally dropped the ball on all of them yeah i mean there was he completely like disregarded i mean did the man even see force awakens like i don't know if he did no it it it's like he didn't like star wars and be like hey you did Looper, and you, it was interesting. You can do a movie with Star Wars. But he, can you like, imagine if Christopher Nolan did Episode Eight of Dark Knight Interstellar fame? That would be really good, potentially. Or Guardians of the Galaxy guy. Yeah, um, Gunn, James Gunn. Yeah, that would be good. Well, he did something like twenty years ago. So or the can't... Russo brothers that did uh, Avengers. That, that would be good. Yeah, I mean, I think... Literally you... anyone. <laughs> <laughs> what if I did The Last Jedi? Or Star Wars Theory Guy? Yeah, the that was a cool fan film. We'll get to that here in a second. So my other last kind of parting thing that I think is more likely to happen than Leia giving herself to the Force and Luke coming back and then having an epic battle at the end uh, is... Force, baby. Is um, there being another dominant force another dominant villain i didn't mean yeah that's why i changed my name another yeah. villain that comes from the far reaches of the galaxy that forces the for- the first order and the resistance to come together and then can we really have redeeming qualities though in the f- like i think that would be good that's how you kill off ray 
Finn and Poe. Okay, so this is because you're not coming back. This is my logic: is that Ray would end up like essentially sacrificing herself for Kylo at some scene. I, I don't know how you set up the scene, okay? Mm-hmm. And in so doing, her sacrifice allows Kylo to like come back to the light, be redeemed. Yeah. Because I think either Ray or Kylo need to die in this movie, or both. Even I don't think both will, but I think. Because then, who's the flagship character? I don't even know if we know that yet. It could be Luke. I mean, and here's the issue: what I, what I have with this, Ryan, is that it's a Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. This is it's it's known. It's been addressed by Lucasfilm that this is considered the Skywalker saga, and this is the end of that saga. The only remaining remaining bloodline to the Skywalker that's alive is Kylo. Mm-hmm. So, so he. I mean, I feel like this entire trilogy of movies, and they they're killing off Carrie Fisher, is too, about so it's, is about Kylo. Oh yeah, I, I guess Carrie Fisher's still alive, but yeah, um, they have they now have to get rid she's of gonna die. But um, yeah, I think that Kylo is the face of this trilogy. Whether anyone, I know many people don't like him, but they need to give him his mask back. He is. He reconstructed it. Do you not see those leaked photos? No. Oh, dude, you gotta. No, check. no, no. I'm just sick of seeing Adam Driver's face. I don't see him as a like a villainous villain, but his with a mask on, he looks cool. Okay, so check Cooler. check these out. Um, I think I might have seen these. Okay, hold on. Let me say leaked photos. Oh, come on. Here. Oops, no, I didn't want to do that. I don't want to do a YouTube video. Oh my gosh. Why can I not find this? And Kylo Ren leaked face photos? Kylo Ren leaked mask. Basically, it was like nine photos, and you saw you saw um, Lando oh. Calrissian in his his uniform. You saw Dominic Mahonigan, how do you pronounce his last name from Mary from Lord of the Rings? Yeah, he's like a, a resistance officer. You saw the guy that everyone thought was going to be Thrawn or Thrawn, whatever Thrawn, it's, Thrawn um, but is actually just a First Order officer. Okay, um, you saw Ray in her outfit, which aligns with the recently released picture by JJ. So I'm led to believe that these leaked photos are in fact accurate and kylo reconstructed his helmet that he destroyed does it look this like similar to the old one it's the exact no it is the exact one that he reconstructed like he re he didn't rebuild completely he just took all the broken pieces and like glued it together essentially (laughs) was this humpty dumpty i'm not kidding uh that sounds interesting um yeah i don't see adam driver as like a villainous looking villain in That's my opinion, fine. it's like Jafar in the new, like, I'm maybe not to that extreme, but it's like, do you really see that kid as a villainy villain? I only do just because the scar on his face and the long black hair, I think, gives him like a very much Sith Lord look. Oh, that's another thing. They need to reintroduce Sith. They need to get him back in there. Yeah. They said, hey, the Jedi are still a thing. We're not going to kill that off. We need to have the Sith back. Yeah, I, gosh, I just want to see a freaking trailer. So let's just, let's kind of wrap this up. We've kind of been going on and on. When do you think we're going to get our, see our first footage in uh, 
And what do you think the title is going to be? Do you think it's going to be more along the sides of a new resistance? Do you think it's going to be more like Son uh, of Darkness, like Revenge of the Sith? Do you think it's going to be darker or more hopeful? Star Wars. Sorry for the last one. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, uh, I do like Son of Darkness. I'm just hoping it's just part one. Like, that would be just part one. Yeah. Son of Darkness sounds cool, though. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that... One of the leaks? That was Star Wars Theories. Like, it, it was either a potential leak or it was one that he kind of conjured himself. But I really like it. I do like it. Yeah. But I don't really know... Star Wars Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> like just mooching off their other franchises. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, so I guess any other final thoughts about what we can hope for or expect from Episode 9? Please be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. They need... They just just need to. Wow, that was a struggle of a sentence. They need to make us care about Ray. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, as a character, she needs to go through something that's troubling. I mean, ha- missing your parents. Home Alone did that. Like not knowing where your parents are. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not really a huge tragic event. Yeah. Like I don't know. Make her lose someone. I guess Han Solo, she watched die, but it's not something that she physically had to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're definitely going to find out Ray's <laughs> true parents in this film. Yeah, and uh, hopefully they're good. And I really just hope Leia kind of gives herself to the Force to reincarnate, resurrect. Luke. I am so down with that. And then Luke's back, and then Ezra Bridger and Fulcrum are back. Just bring it all together. Let's yeah. just. And then there's a new bad guy from out the outer realm, or, or even if you have Thrawn, who's from the unknown region. Like, can you imagine if you just have like a line of Kylo, Fulcrum, Ezra, Ray, in a line with lightsabers, versus like, it'll be like Avengers: Civil War, like at the airport, where just like a bunch of like crazy superheroes just clash and start fighting. Yeah, that would be. We just need multiple lightsaber battles. And then we need a new bad guy, whether it's Snoke or whatever. Like, everyone turns on Snoke. And then I don't know if we want to kill off Rey or she sacrifices herself, but you have to get rid of her. Did Adam Driver say he's coming back? What do you mean, coming back? To, like, do another movie? I don't think so. I mean, but what he did say is that when he was given the role, he knew the entirety of his character arc. I did hear that, Which is interesting because... I mean, Ryan Johnson was able to do kind of whatever he wanted. So I guess whatever does ended that, up happening... Does in, that make it predictable? Like, I don't think so. Not necessarily. But I mean, it could have been just like a simple sentence like, you are going to go from light to dark, back to light, and you're going to die or something. Like like Vader. Like your yeah. fate's just like Vader or something like that. You know, it could have been something very simple conceptually, but I don't think it necessarily has to be predictable. Yeah. I want Ray to go to the dark side. That would have been pretty sweet. Then the switch rolls or something. Yeah. And she has to kill, or he has to kill her. She doesn't have to act again. <laughs> she, <laughs> I mean, yeah, she doesn't have to act again. And then what's his face can be the hero mm-hmm. and get redeemed for killing his dad. Yeah. Well, I don't think she's going to go to the dark side, but it's. God, but how awesome would that be? Yeah. Like her in a black outfit with a red lightsaber, like Sith eyes. Just murdering Rose Teak. <laughs> <laughs> just 
no mercy, just electrocuting her. It's like, we never wanted you. <laughs> just it's like just force like, lightning her. It's and... like, how's love now? <laughs> he turns to the dark side, gets Anakin's lightsaber. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'd be cool with that. Star Wars Episode Nine, folks. Yep, you heard that's it here first. He heard it here first. Well, I think that's enough Star Wars talk. Um, Ryan, I know you wanted to talk about Kingdom Hearts Three. You're playing through it again on Proud. Is that correct? Yes, I and am. And you also have a much deeper understanding of the ending of the game. Yeah. So I, I guess one plot point, which isn't spoilers, but so when I was, so no, this isn't spoilers for three, but it's an un, kind of going back to our. Uh, plot summary you know the four tellers yes um and there are five people and yeah. i was like what the heck so four tellers is spelled f-o-r-e tellers to foretell predictors of the future oh the my fo- mind was freaking blown <laughs> when i read i was like holy shit like it the makes four tellers the foretell they foretell because they were all had seen the book of prophecy Namora with his naming conventions. I was like, what is going on? Like, you and your freaking X-Blade is the Keyblade. I was like, okay. If you hear any of this verbally, it makes no sense. But if you read it through on paper, it makes more sense. Huh. Um, so I was looking through, um, and I will go through the plot, or like, there were some mobile games. Oh, yeah. With I, all I that backstory. Really play any of that. So but... I, I listened to it. It's... To just recap it, it's about 50 minutes long. To wow. just recap the entire... Because it's like a combination of four games. Okay. And they've been just quickly like releasing plot. So I can run through that, and that helps explain the ending of three. Okay. So we can do that next week, because so I have to see week. puppies at one o'clock. And it's yes, you're going to see your uh, Lauren's friend's parents. <laughs> <laughs> Recently got a new little pup. So Ryan's going to go see a baby golden retriever. And I'm going to care for my dad because he's been alone for like three days. Yeah. So, and so yeah, games we've been playing. I've been replaying Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm proud. I'm enjoying it. My gummy ship is already 45. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got two Monsters, Inc. and Frozen World. Nice. Um, I, uh... And then i also been playing Smash. And I'm up to... 860 spirits nice out of 1301 good for you man uh this week for me not a whole lot more than last week a little bit more kingdom hearts 3 um just collecting all like the little goodies and stuff like that and then i started tara's story uh and birth by sleep because i had actually never played through his story and it was outstanding mm-hmm. really really cool i love how it connects uh kingdom hearts 1 with birth by sleep just the way that the three star characters of Birth by Sleep interact with Sora, Riku, and Kyrie on Destiny Islands is really pretty neat because it happens 10 years before Kingdom Hearts 1. So good stuff there. I'm probably <laughs> going to play Assassin's Creed Black Flag this Yo, week. I, yeah. uh, I wanted to play Hollow Knight, but Travis, I will probably have to get a rain check on that because shit battles and stuff. Yeah, no, I, I'm excited to play that again. I've missed Assassin's Creed, the old style. You should get the Ezio collection. It's like 20 bucks and you get uh, Kingdom, Heart- <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> Assassin's Creed 2, It's uh, the Ezio collection. It is 2.8, <laughs> five days over three. <laughs> yeah. No, you get Kingdom Hearts 2, Brotherhood, and Revelations, which are all really good games. So Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Ryan, 
let's thank the listeners for listening to episode 33 of the podcast. And again, if you can want to write into the show, Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, post periodic updates, let people know what we're going to be talking about, when we're recording, and when the show's going out. So feel free to write into all that stuff. Join the Discord for fun discussions. The link to all of that is in the show notes. Ryan, any parting words for the listeners? Have a good week. Uh, play some Kingdom Hearts. Get Black Flag. Let us know what you Try want. Try to figure out what the heck is going on in Kingdom Hearts. Backstory. <laughs> no one can do that. Don't do that to yourselves. Yeah. But what you should do is write into the show what you want future episodes to be about. Whether it be a topic, a news story, yeah. space. Yeah, The Martian. Whatever you want. The next week is My Little Pony's plot synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. Rainbow Dash. Uh, yeah, I love you. We're not going to go into that. But... Yeah, and definitely write in, too, if you have any uh, juicy predictions for Episode 9 or your thoughts on The Last Jedi. So thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it, and we will see you all next week. Join the dark side. Do it. Do it.